Welcome to Rhema for Today. But anyway, God, the Holy Ghost, will show you things to come. Now, why does he show you things to come? Sometimes so you can pray about it and change it. Sometimes you can't do a thing in the world about it. Just get ready for it. Amen. And sometimes so that you'll know how to direct your prayers in a different direction. Some things he wants to happen. Uh, God permits them. He don't do it. He hadn't killed anybody yet. Uh, the Bible said the devil comes. The thief comes but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Are you listening to me? Amen. But nonetheless, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is just the same Holy Ghost now that he was in the early church. You know, it's a strange thing to me talking about the early church. You know, there isn't any such thing as the early church. I mean, those folks back there remember the same church I'm a member of. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Open your Bibles to Mark chapter 5. We'll begin to read with the 25th verse again. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue, or power, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me. And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Let's bow a moment in prayer. Our Father, Thank you again for the privilege to come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Together around that name that's above every name. The name of our Lord and of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that washes away our sins. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit whom thou hast sent to be our teacher and guide. We trust him to give us utterance that we may speak as the word of God said, as of the oracles of God. We trust him to unveil, to unfold, to reveal the word of God unto our spirits. And we'll give all praise and honor and glory for everything that's wrought among us unto the worthy and majestic name of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now let me say again, because I want to, the Lord willing, finish tonight what we started Sunday night. And uh, 
if you really want to get the most out of it, you need to hear the other two tapes. So get the Sunday night tape and the Monday night tape and then this tape and you'll, you'll have the whole thing. You'll get more out of it. That's just all there is to it. Because, you see, we take time to... Uh, out of the times we've spoken, it's been many years since we have along this line, reiterate some of the high points. But this time we're just taking our time and, and just going into detail and saying some things that, uh, that Jesus said to us, but that, you know, you just didn't have time to say before. Not leaving any of it out. Praise God. Now, I was conducting a meeting in Phoenix, Arizona in 1953, the latter part of uh, November, the first part of December. And the first Friday night of December of 1953, in Phoenix, Arizona, in the home where we were staying, this particular family had gathered their immediate family and the singer and, and his wife, who was assisting me in the meetings, for refreshments after the Friday night service. We could stay up late if we wanted to, we didn't have any services on Saturday. And uh, while we were all praying together, and there's a lot there we're skipping over that you need to hear, get that Sunday night tape. Well, the Lord appeared to me. I saw him just as plainly as I see you sitting out there, just that real. And uh, Jesus talked to me. See, that's the end of 53. And actually, he talked to me about some things that I had been praying about. I had been praying about my finances. I had been praying about uh, ministry and so on. And he talked to me about my ministry. And he talked to me about my finances. And he even talked to me a little bit about our own nation. And uh, a lot of times, uh, I didn't say anything about it. I don't say a lot of things publicly. But uh, I, I have witnesses to the fact. I remember when Mr. John F. Kennedy was elected president, the night all the returns came in, suddenly the Spirit of God came on me. I said, everybody listen. Now listen, he'll never serve his term out. He'll die. I knew that four years before it happened. The week before it happened, I was preaching in Tulsa. We have the tape. Spirit of God came and I began to prophesy. Tragedy is coming to the nation. Within 10 days, tragedy will strike this nation. And it struck it. Two years before it happened, I prophesied at Christ for the nations. They have the tape there. I saw it. I thought he had a heart attack. I saw Mr. Robert Kennedy fall down dead two years before he was shot. And I thought that he was, uh, that, that he had a heart attack. I just saw him fall down dead. I heard him say he's dead. I heard him say, see, I just prophesied what I saw. You see, the prophet of the Old Testament is called a seer because he could see and know things supernaturally. And so uh, uh, he, he said, uh, uh, said, many said, oh, he would have made a marvelous leader. Well, that's, I don't know. Amen. But anyway, God, the Holy Ghost, will show you things to come. Now, why does he show you things to come? Sometimes so you can pray about it and change it. Sometimes you can't do a thing in the world about it. Just get ready for it. Amen. And sometimes so that you'll know how to direct your prayers in a different direction. Some things he wants to happen. Uh, God permits them. He don't do it. He hadn't killed anybody yet. Uh, the Bible said the devil comes. The thief comes but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Are you listening to me? Amen. But nonetheless, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is just the same Holy Ghost now that he was in the early church. You know, it's a strange thing to me talking about the early church. You know, there isn't any such thing as the early church. I mean, those folks back there remember the same church I'm a member of. There's not but one church. Remember what Paul said in the third chapter of Ephesians? He said, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. 
Hallelujah. I mean, they're in the same family. They're just up there in heaven. Part of the family's in heaven. Part of the family's here on the earth. But it's all one family. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? And folks, bless their darling hearts and stupid heads in their little old small minds said, well, you know, uh, all that's been done away with. Well, the Holy Ghost hasn't been done away with. The Word of God said, all these, talking about the gifts of the Spirit, the nine manifestations of the Spirit, all these worketh that one and self-same Spirit. Uh, you know, you'd think he'd quit working the way some folks talk. All he ever does anymore is just convict folks, you know, so they can come and get saved. But no, the Holy Ghost is the same today because God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are one and never change. Never, never, never change. Never, never, never change. He's doing the same today that he always did. Praise God. The problem with us is that we're not cooperating with him. We're not learning to walk with him. And so one of, one, of the, one of the fulfillments of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, Peter on the day of Pentecost, you know, he, he quoted Joel's prophecy. And thus saith the Lord, in the last days I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Well, thank God. I remember as a young Baptist boy preacher when they came to our town and started full gospel and I began to go to it because they believed in healing. I was Baptist, but I had been healed and raised up from a deathbed and ministered to the sick by laying on of hands and anointing with oil and got people healed. And, uh, and I went and my Baptist colleagues warned me against it. I remember in my hometown of McKinney, Texas, there was a man by the name of Bryant, Mr. Bryant. He taught uh, uh, the auditorium Bible class in the First Baptist Church. And uh, he was a graduate of Baylor University and Seminary. He had the same education all the preachers did, though he wasn't a minister. He just felt like God called him to be a Bible teacher. And he and I would always have quite a time of fellowship together and talking. And he warned me against these full gospel people. He said, now, 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 now I'll admit uh, that they, they, uh, they're in many, many of their beliefs, they're orthodox. I mean, just as orthodox, you know, and fundamental as we Baptists are. And I'll admit that they live better lives than we do. But that speaking of tongues is of the devil. And I thought to myself, how in the world could you get something from the devil that'd help you to live a better life? I thought he always helped people to live a worse life and a more evil life. Amen. Not speaking with tongues is of the devil. And then he said, besides that, they let women talk in church and teach, you know. <laughs> and I said to him, you know, I said to him one time, after I did receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he spoke with other tongues, and he brought up the subject again, that speaking with tongues is of the devil. I said, it is? Yes, sir. Well, I said, if it is, the whole Southern Baptist movement's of the devil. He looked at me, you know, like I'd slapped him with a wet dish rag. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I said, well, I was born again among the Baptists. I was born of the Holy Ghost. But I was filled or baptized with the Holy Ghost down there among the Pentecostals and spoke with other tongues. And the same Spirit that I received among the Baptists, the same Holy Ghost that bore witness with my spirit that I was a child of God, the same Holy Ghost that I had in here all the time is the one that gave me utterance in other tongues. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. 
The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. Also in this package is the book entitled Faith Worketh by Love. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen entitled Hey God, Why Is It Taking So Long? Last but not least is mini book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine. You can get all of this for the price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And, and, you know, on the campus right now, we have a beautiful sight. We do, yes. All the Christmas lights. All the Christmas lights are on. All over the campus. And they'll be on until uh, January the 2nd from 5.30 to 11.30 p.m. every every night. Every night, yes. And if you want to come, hey, it's it's great. We They come in from all over to see these Christmas lights. And, and you know, honey, they try to capture them in pictures or even yeah. in video. You just really can't you capture can't that. It. Especially no. walking through that park. Oh, my. Now, you can drive through the campus, but yeah. you can't drive through that park. park. And that's yes. where all the is really beautiful. beautiful is. <laughs> well, I just wanted to throw that in there about the Christmas lights for people. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.